Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. How would you benefit from spending a week isolated from the world? It's a habit of some very effective people. And today we're talking about it. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. When your day goes south or your relationship gets salty, you need tools that will turn it around. With decades of experience and a variety of perspectives between them, Leslie Sleesman and Leslin Kantner bring you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating your best life. Together, they're sharing ideas you can take home and try. Each week, their discussion will zero in on one idea, one technique, or one activity that has the potential to make your life a little better. And now, here is Leslie and Leslin with Try This at Home. Hey, Leslie. Hi, Leslin. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about this conversation today because theoretically, I think it's something everybody dreams about, and yet yes. it's a little bit harder to put into action. Yep. Um, you gave Dustin a super cool gift, or you created mm-hmm. a super cool gift for him, and I was hoping that you could tell everybody about it. Yes. Yeah, so my husband's birthday was last month, and you know, what do you give the guy who has everything, right? I mean, we don't, you know, we don't really need anything. Mm-hmm. So um, I gave him the gift of Think Week. Think Week. Yeah, which is an idea that I got from watching a Netflix documentary about Bill Gates. And I guess before I explain it much further, maybe I should let Melinda Gates explain it. Good idea. With a clip. Why did he go on Think Week? He stilled himself and he had time to distill and slow down and then write and lead in the way he wanted to lead. Bill started to take Think Weeks back in the 90s when he was still running Microsoft. He would travel to Hood Canal and spend one week there alone, reading and thinking. He'd absorb stacks of books and technical papers, anything that could help him understand the future. So although fascinating. Yeah, That's fascinating. Yeah. So although we do not have like a private cabin where my husband can fly <laughs> to <laughs> for Think Week, um, we did look on Airbnb and Hotels.com. And so I told him that he could have a week alone. I would take care of all the, you know, family things and he could go off and think deeply and read and catch up on his work and do all that kind of stuff. So essentially he went on a sabbatical. A, a very small, yes. A very small <laughs> sabbatical that you kind of organized for him. Did yeah, you so, send him with food or did he have to go to the grocery store? Yeah. So initially my plan was to like book it and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. for him. But my husband is very particular to say the <laughs> least. I joke with him all the time, although this is not a joke. It took him 20 minutes to pick out deodorant one time. Um, <laughs> he's very particular. So I kind of got some ideas and I was like, look. Here's the plan. I'm not booking this thing for you because I already know how that's going to turn out. So you book it. Here's when you can go. So he left the day after his birthday. And I don't want this to cost an arm and a leg. So don't be, you know, 
high on the hog over here with this hotel room <laughs> that you're picking out. Um, but I think it would be, I, I suggested that it was wise that he did pick kind of a hotel suite, if you will, mm-hmm. where it had a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because then he could pack food. Interesting. And, and yeah. Eat. So yeah. he didn't have to eat out, you know, 15 meals in a sure. row or whatever. Sure. Um, so he did. So he found um, a little like uh, kind of hotel-ish suite thing. Like know. an embassy suite thing? No, it was kind of, it was like a I don't know how to describe it. It's like, I think they do like vacation rentals or something weird out of it. It's like a building and like there's like four hotel units in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it had a little kitchen. It was $79 a night. Um, so not. Very reasonable. <laughs> extremely yeah. reasonable. It was in New Jersey. Um, so obviously it's it was kind of close to Atlantic City, but it's not a great time to be at the beach. Right, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Um, in January. So it was it was pretty reasonable and he didn't want to leave me you know with everything for a week so he he went for uh, i think four or five nights i can't remember which is really i mean really what you're saying is you know you said hey i'm gonna hold down the fort and and just take away all of the responsibility that you might have being part of our family for a week just go hibernate and do what you want to do. Yeah. And I, another thing that I added was I said, um, I'm not going to call you, obviously, unless there's like a, an emergency, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to call you. So if you want to talk to us, you can call us. But otherwise, I'm, I'm really going to I'm really going to leave you alone. Yeah. So um, cool. And this is I mean, this purpose, I'm kind of hearing that it wasn't really just kind of a dude trip. No. This wasn't a go sit on the beach and veg no thing this was really an opportunity for him to go and think about his life professionally mm-hmm. and brainstorm maybe what he wants to accomplish yeah i mean he's a you know he's a tenured professor so thinking is something that he does as part of his job mm-hmm. i mean ev- you know everyone does to a certain extent i hope i'm explaining this well but um you know he he isn't a go sit on the beach for 5 days and veg person mm-hmm. um so for him, this is like exhilarating. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was something really cool, and he uh, he came back very, 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 very grateful for the time, and thankful that he got to do it. Um, and my husband is sort of cheap by nature, so <laughs> I I don't know. Cheap is probably a too negative a word. He's very responsible with his money, and so um, I thought I was going to come up against him saying, no, 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 I don't want to spend the money doing this just for me. I'd rather go somewhere with all of you guys, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but he actually was like, this is awesome. I'm doing this. Like, so he, I think he recognized immediately the value that he would get from it and mm-hmm. was happy to spend the money to do it. That's pretty cool. You know, last year we did a, a whole episode on self-care. Yes. And in, in a very large way, this fits into that idea of self-care, albeit a more kind of personal, professional development basis. Yeah. But it's it's super important to spend time yeah. uh, alone. Yeah. And I think it allowed him to catch up on some things too, which then created space in his life like when he came home. And, you know, it's kind of ironic because, I mean, Bill Gates is probably one of the people <laughs> that we think of as having one of the fullest calendars on the planet right I mean that's what I would think of so it in a very interesting way it's a huge commitment Mm -hmm. to go isolate for a week and likewise with Dustin you have three kids and a family and a house and he has a, a teaching career right and I know that 
in so many of my clients' cases, the busier we are, the more apt we are to neglect self-care. Right. And convince ourselves that we just simply don't have time to take care of ourselves. It's one of the biggest problems. I saw someone yesterday and I explained that, you know, it's none of us would consider putting dead batteries in a flashlight and expect it to shine. Right. (laughs) None of us would do that. We know that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And yet we expect ourselves Mm -hmm. to shine even if our batteries are dead. Yes. And that's, I mean, the metaphor is very appropriate because it's yeah. a ridiculous proposition. Yeah. Right? I read I read something uh, a couple of days ago. I'm interested in what you think about this because I, I had some initial thoughts and it's kind of along the same vein here. Um, someone basically said that at the end of the day, you're not supposed to have anything left. Like if if the day took absolutely everything out of you, that's how it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to have anything at the end of the day. And I immediately was like, oh, that is so not right. Like my initial gut reaction was just like, you you can't, like if, we'll use the battery example because I think it works well. Like you have a battery, rechargeable battery, okay? And you use it and you run it empty every day. And then you recharge it and you run it empty every day. It, the life of the battery is significantly shortened when you do that. Of course. And I, you know, what that says to me is that the implication is the only recharging opportunity is sleep. Yeah, right. And that's totally not true of the human yeah. existence, right? No. I so that that advice really concerns me. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, Where did you read that? I a friend posted it on Facebook. Hmm. <laughs> and yeah, that's unfortunate because I think that's very, very poor advice. And it was in especially because it was sort of implying like that your family was the reason that everything was taken from you, like taken out of you, like all of your oomph, whatever. Hmm. Um, Man, and like, yes, I'm not going to lie. There are days when I want to wring my kids' necks, all three of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But they also recharge me. For sure. And so if every day I'm left on empty, I'm kind of like, what the heck? (laughs) Well, yeah, and I really just think that sets us up for failure going forward. You know, that if... If we come to believe that sleep by itself <clears throat> is the thing that recharges us, we're, that's incorrect. Yeah. So right. it's a part it, of it, but not the whole thing. Yeah, it certainly is a part. I mean, getting yeah. enough sleep is sure. vital yeah. to just everything. Body that function. Hap- <laughs> that's right. Everything that happens yeah. with you. Um, but it's not the only thing that's important. This right. this idea of alone time, people will say, well, I went on a girl's trip or um you know, I spent I spent a week away with my family, which is wonderful. Um, but when we spend time with friends, coworkers, or family, it we kind of sit in a we versus them mentality, or we grow a we versus them mentality. And when you spend time alone, you develop more compassion for people that may not be a part of that group. Right. Right. It's. Mm-hmm. Um, spending too much time with the same group of people reduces the amount of empathy that you're able to employ. Uh, right. Employ. Yeah, yeah. And 
you know, obviously, I think it, I, I'm going to say it, although I don't even know that it needs to be said, but you do not have to make this a week-long <laughs> thing. You do not have to think week as your means of alone time. I mean, it can be much shorter, much less expensive, you know, all of those things. But um, Yeah, you know, uh, yes. I mean, alone <laughs> time can be an hour. Right. Uh, I tell people, if you need to start by going out to your car for lunch, <laughs> Literally sit in your car, especially this time of year when um, we're not getting as much sun, we're not outside a lot, and on a bright sunny day, if you park so that, that your car is filled with sunshine and you sit in yeah. your car, it warms up pretty fast and you're absorbing just the sensation of sun. <laughs> and, it's, yeah. and if you're, you're there for 45 minutes at lunch, that can recharge you. Definitely. Yeah. My, my favorite thing, I mean, I've said it a million times is to go to Starbucks. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I guess it's probably boring to some people, but I, I love it. And, and on a regular basis, that's what both my husband and I do for alone time is we go to Starbucks. Yeah. And ironically, you're not actually alone at Starbucks, right? right? <laughs> well, it kind of feels that way because you have noise canceling headphones. Mm. So we really can't hear anything. Okay. So it's more, it's more isolating, I guess, than you'd think. But... Yeah. I might argue that going to some place that's even more offers more solitude mm -hmm. um kind of fits the bill um especially if you're easily distracted yeah i'm not a person who's easily distracted in those settings so for me it's not as detrimental i think as it could be to some people because then you're like working really hard to block things out in your surroundings and that's not what you need <laughs> yeah although the research actually shows that people who um, are surrounded by other people have less productivity uh, yeah, yeah, um, I believe it. And it's really apparent since offices have developed more open, open workspace yeah. and um, taken away offices, it turns out that productivity actually went down in oh, many I of those cases. I 100% believe that, yeah. It's like my, you know, a friend of mine who uh, says, you know, oh, geez, if I go into the office, I'm not going to get as much done. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but yeah, because there's you know, everyone's chatting. How was your weekend? And, mm -hmm. you know, if your door's open, someone's going to see that as an invitation to come in. Well, not only that, but even like at Starbucks, you have the chatter. Now you're mm -hmm. saying you're wearing noise canceling yeah. headphones, but there's always kind of chatter of conversations mm -hmm. that you pick up on, even if you're not trying to listen. Yeah. You do hear. And you do, especially in a small town like I live in, you run the risk of people you know coming. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you have to be careful. The, um... The other thing that's that's interesting about solitude, and probably one of the reasons, I mean, Melinda said that Bill Gates went away, and in that time, he was able to really solidify mm -hmm. ideas that were were vague, you know, yeah. um, and he they became more clear. And, and it turns out that a lot of artists and and writers and people who are kind of natural creators yeah. end up being more productive in those moments when there's no interruption. Yeah. You know, just, um, I think it was a lit, no, it was Brene Brown who said when she was writing one of her books, she just couldn't get the last several chapters. So she rented a house on the beach. She said she brought a lot of friends, but they had to go to the beach. Yeah. Right. And then she would write. Yeah. And when they came in for the evening, she would read them what she wrote and get some feedback. I love that. And then the next day, they would go to the beach again, and she would stay in, and she would write. And so yeah. it was 
a little bit of both the best of both worlds. Yeah, I would be jealous of their tans personally, <laughs> but that's all right. Um, so how does this, I mean, obviously it makes us feel recharged, like if we're the person that's going on Think mm-hmm. Week. And I, I joked with some friends when I was telling them about this. I said, it's funny because Think Week for Dustin coincides with Leslie Goes Crazy Week because, <laughs> you know, obviously uh, more was put on my shoulders, which I was happy to do because, you know, my husband deserves it. But um, what other, like, things get improved with alone time? So we talked about empathy, yeah. right? We talked about creativity, stress, mm. right? Um, alone time reduces the noise in our life. Yeah. And noise can cause stress. And I don't mean literally decibel noise, but I mean busyness, activity, stimulation, environmental stimulation. All of that I kind of talk about in terms of noise getting away from that it's a little bit like putting yourself in a dark room when you have a migraine you're you're reducing anything that can magnify the migraine right distract yeah hold that thought we'll be right back okay hey everyone it's leslin one of our goals this year is to grow the podcast audience and you can help we would truly appreciate a share or a shout out if you found the ideas here helpful Don't forget, you can always touch base with us personally on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, trythisathomepodcast.com. Okay, so continuing the conversation, another thing that's really interesting is being alone helps you build mental strength. So we've talked over and over again about the importance of connections, but it turns out it's equally important to be able to tolerate being alone. Yeah. And... um, I'm reminded of the movie Ca- uh, Castaway. Yes. Uh, with Tom um, Hanks. Yes, yeah. Tom Hanks and and Wilson and Wilson, <laughs> right? And this idea that I mean, he he created these friends, these hypothetical ball friends, right? right? But he, in doing that, it was actually demonstrating a ton of strength for his capacity yeah. to manage being alone. And research shows that the ability to tolerate alone time is linked to increased happiness, better life satisfaction, and as we said, stress management. So learning how to be alone increases your mental capacity. I'll have to tell you, I went, so after the kids all left at Christmas, while they were here, intermittently they would have various Star Wars movies playing. Mm -hmm. My family's... I don't know if they're hardcore Star Wars fans, but they're definitely Star Wars fans. Yeah. And we all ended up watching uh, Mandalorian, which uh-huh. is the yep. series on Disney Plus, which, by the way, I highly recommend. <laughs> and that is not Baby Yoda. <laughs> it's simply the Yoda species. <laughs> yes. Okay, but it's not Baby Yoda. <laughs> and I only know this because my future son-in-law made it very clear to me that the timeline was not appropriate for baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda was 800 years, or regular Yoda was eight 900 years old, which he says over and over again in the movies. <laughs> and Mandalorian did not happen 800 years before Star Wars Episode okay. One. So just There's so, your qu- uh, trivia for the day. Yeah, and you can look that up. And you don't have to believe me. But anyway... Long story short, I ended up watching every Star Wars episode, all eight movies. If you include Rogue One, it's nine movies. Yeah. 
from beginning to end. Yeah. And ironically, many of them I probably only saw once, which, I mean, there's lots of movies I've only seen once, right? But for right. some reason, if I've seen one five times, why didn't I watch them all five times, yeah, right? exactly, yeah. So I wanted to go see The Last Jedi, or no, The Rise of Sky- Skywalker, mm-hmm. which is in theaters now. Yeah. But I didn't want to go alone. Right. <laughs> and so I really had to sit back and say, why don't I want to go alone? Okay, to heck with it, I'm gonna go alone. So I went, uh-huh. and it, um, it was fabulous. Yeah. If you have, are you a Star Wars fan? Um, yeah. I obviously by my tone, you can tell I I don't mind them at all. But I mm-hmm. haven't. I think my problem is I I need to sit down and watch them all start to finish. I've caught, I have boys. I've caught glimpses of all of them, but I don't have like a cohesive story in my head well, and that's exactly where I was like you know through the years I would go to the theater but then it'd be two or three years before another one came out yeah and I rarely watched the one before it when I went to, so I kind of saw them as standalone movies yeah like when you said <clears throat> nine if you count Rogue One like I feel like I should know why you wouldn't count Rogue One but like I don't know why you <laughs> well interestingly <laughs> enough so the, when it came out in 77 it started with number four I didn't know that it went four five six correct and then one, one two, two, three. three. Yeah. And then Rogue One comes next in okay. the timeline of what happens. Okay. And then seven, eight, nine. And nine is what's in the theater now, The okay. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So there's this really succinct storyline if you watch them all the way through. Right. Um, and technology. So I'm watching them. And I don't know. I mean, I don't really want to spoil it. I don't think it spoils it. But I'm watching it. And I'm at the end of episode three. I don't know the names of them. Right. But episode three. And at the very end, um, or no, it wasn't episode three. It must have been four or five or six. And I don't know which one because it was one of the older movies. Yeah. But at the very end, Anakin is there. Like they show the the Jedis that have gone into the Force, right, or that have passed. And Anakin is there. Now, Anakin is from series one, two, and three. Right. So I'm watching either four, five, or six, whichever one it is. Uh Uh-huh. Which are the old ones. Yeah. And Anakin, a character from one, two, and three, is in the movie. So they've remastered it or re-engineered it or re-whatever. They added Anakin. Okay. So that you can watch it and be caught up, right? Because in in the 80s, Anakin hadn't been a character he wasn't a character yet okay oh my gosh anyway what i'm telling you is that watching it (laughs) going in and watching episode nine by myself and i know we just took a huge tangent here i'm kind of motivated to go watch them now that wasn't the point i'm telling you it was (laughs) maybe that's our try this at home go watch star wars (laughs) no um I was so glad that i'd done it when i by the time i got to the theater and i sat down and i watched the movie because I stepped right into all the characters, the storyline, why things were important, what had hap- had been happening between people. Yeah. And I thought, based on that, that it was absolutely the best one. Yeah. It was a fantastic ending. Yeah. Um, Is it the last, last one? It's the last one of those, of that storyline, of okay. those people. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
it probably will not be the last Star Wars based movie. You know, The Mandalorian is a Star Wars based movie, but none of those characters are even referenced. It's different, yeah. Yeah. And they may someday, you know, say, remember the great Princess Leia. Right, right. But um, her story, that totally, storyline yeah. is over, yeah. Huh. So interesting. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, I went alone. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I will say this I met friends afterwards for dinner. And I was really grateful because I wanted to talk about uh, it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I think that might be a challenge of alone time is that if you come up with a great idea or you get crazy inspired, right? being able to share that enthusiasm might be important. Yeah. Okay. So alone time is important. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could talk about two things. The first one would be, is there like, too much alone time and the second question i guess i would have would be like what do you think is a good uh rule of thumb to to alone time so i don't think that there's a finite answer to either side i think it it probably exists on a scale you know a sliding scale i'm guessing that me being introverted is going to need or appreciate more alone time than someone who's extroverted Yes, but the danger of that is taking too much, right? And right. and accidentally isolating. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, as I when I was sick, I had a lot of thinking time, you know, I yeah. did, because I didn't fill my time so much. I didn't have the energy to be doing things. Right. And I realized that now that I live alone, since I'm an empty nester and Harlan passed away, I work alone. Now I talk. You know, I'm in a sole yeah. proprietor. Now, I talk to people all day. I'm not actually alone necessarily in my office, but I don't have the advantage of coworkers. Right. And then my favorite pastimes are really very alone things. You know, yeah. when I'm when I'm in the my studio painting, most of the time I'm alone. When I go to the art shows, I I do that alone. When I go ride my bike, I often do that alone. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I've, I'm finding that I'm so comfortable being alone <laughs> that I don't make an effort to socialize. Yeah. In fact, I get so comfortable in my pajamas that I really will make all kinds of excuses for not socializing. Yeah. And that's not necessarily healthy. As I've said over and over again, we are social creatures. Yeah. Right? And we need to experience connection to to stimulate all of those other parts of our brain that remind yeah. us that we're loved and you know, we're not alone in the world. So being right. alone with yourself is not the same as being alone in the world, but if you start feeling yeah. alone in the world, you know that you've spent too much time yeah. by yourself. Yeah, that's your red flag. It's definitely a red flag yeah cool and i think that introverts definitely require more alone time but extroverts have to make more effort to create alone time yeah and i think sometimes using introversion can be almost become an excuse just to get more alone time (laughs) yeah and you you know there's an interesting thing there are extroverted introverts Mm -hmm. and introverted extroverts and we actually have that on our list of Mm -hmm. things to talk about personalities and what it means to be extroverted yeah Mm -hmm. it's very interesting Mm -hmm. especially when you live with people that are different (laughs) 
Yeah, because in and, and that's why I said that there's this line because everybody has a little bit different need. I often know I in my couples work, there will often be couples who have very different needs, you know, and maybe she really loves spending time with her girlfriends and partying and going out and he has a very social job and may just, you know, want to come home and and really be by himself. Yeah. Or be just with her. But she's been home alone maybe all day and says, mm yeah. I need to get out. I need people. And that can make um, forging the relationship or nurturing, nurturing the relationship very challenging yeah. when you have different needs like that. Yeah. Well, if anyone is looking for some time alone and think week, I would really uh, encourage people to use Airbnb if they mm-hmm. haven't. Absolutely. Um, we've both used that before. And it's a phenomenal way to find extremely reasonable mm-hmm. places to stay mm-hmm. uh, that are just cool. Yeah. And, you know, I'm super into the idea of some of the Airbnbs that are like yurts or tents. Oh, tree glamping. houses. Yeah. yeah. And, and glamping because there's something also about getting outside mm-hmm. for your alone time yeah. that really has a ton of value. You can sit at home on a couch in front of a television anytime you want. We can do that at home. Right. Right. But going outside and without the television necessarily and just hanging out next to a fire ring at night or waking up to the, to the sound of birds or the really cold, fresh air that feels really good. I mean, a lot of these glamping things on Airbnb have chemical toilets in the tent. Yeah, I am not a camper, so I will need to have running water and a toilet. Okay. <laughs> Check out the opportunity. You know, some people have parked RVs back in the corner of their property. Yeah. There's lots of opportunities. Oh, to yeah. me, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Now, I would also be okay with a little cottage that steps away from a long pier out on the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. You know. And if you, you know, be careful of using the excuse that you don't have the time for this because... You just got to plan it in mm-hmm. advance. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably aren't going to be able to make it happen next week, but, mm-hmm. you know, just make it a priority. Plan it out. Give it a try. You don't have to, if you don't want to make it a yearly thing, don't make it a yearly thing, but give it a shot. Yeah. And I would also say that about money too. Yeah. You know, there are people who, no direction intended, drive through Starbucks several times <laughs> a week. And, you know, if you do that, if you're spending eight bucks three times a week, that's $100 a month. That's one night out a month. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm guilty as charged. We, yeah, I'm not yeah, charging. No. <laughs> really. no, but I'm, I'm accepting it because yes. it's true. I don't hear you saying I have to choose no. one over the other. You know, Definitely but not. if you are saying, well, I can't afford it, there's probably another area in your life that you can, that you can manage so mm-hmm. that you can fit one of these things in if it's a priority i mean really yesterday i i was looking so i work kind of out in the uh it's not really the boondocks but it's not necessarily suburban either right yeah it's a weird it's a weird place we live in (laughs) and so you know things modern conveniences really are slow to come to that area yeah the fact that there's a starbucks there is really an anomaly yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) anyway um, often I only give myself an hour to um, break to grab lunch or something. And if I don't bring it with me, by the time I go get it, by the time I order it, go get it and bring it back, I have to scarf it down. Yeah. Right. Well, now 
There is DoorDash. <laughs> I've never used it. It's a, you know, it's kind of like people who deliver my groceries. It is a life changer because yeah. I can actually in the morning think, okay, I want, I want to eat lunch at 3.15. And so I can schedule DoorDash to deliver my lunch at 3.15. Yeah, that's amazing. At 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, now, what I was going to say is, is yesterday I, I went to schedule and I'm like, wait a minute, Leslie, you don't need to spend that $15. You have stew in the refrigerator. And I'm like, but I've had stew three times this week. Yeah. Because I made a big pot of it over the weekend. I'm like, I don't want stew. Leslie, you have stew in the refrigerator. <laughs> so I, I was good. I took the stew to work and I had it again <laughs> um, because I needed, I knew that I have something else I'm yeah. Planning to spend that 50 and 15 bucks a pop adds up. Absolutely, you know? it does for yeah. sure. All right, then <laughs> now that we've, I really wasn't pointing the finger. No, I, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> the last, listen, the last thing I want to say about knowing yourself is that, I mean, about spending time alone is that it yeah. really helps you know yourself. Yeah. You yeah. know, if you use that time now, if you're spending time alone and you veg out in front of the TV, that's really not the goal of this particular no. suggestion. Mm -mm. The goal is to use it to think, yes. not to beat yourself up, mm -mm. but to sit back and think. And that's really a big part of the focus of what we're trying to accomplish in this podcast is to get people to think. Yeah. And, you know, why are you? who you are. Yeah. Is there an area of your life that you, that gives you a lot of trouble? What can you do to change it? How can you change it? How yes. long would it take to change it? What resources do you need to change it? These are all the things that, you know, when you've got kids and dinners and school and all this other stuff, um, it's hard to like devote the mental energy to fixing those problems. But mm -hmm. when you're alone, you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, you bring up a really good point. I was just thinking we probably should do a whole episode about this, but I don't encourage people to focus on the parts of their life that aren't working. Right. Right. I don't yeah. want you to focus on it, but I do think it's important to know what those areas are. And then when you have time like this, exactly what you just said, mm -hmm. think about what I can do different. Yep. And... I mean, at the end of the day, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But most of us have an area of our life that is a squeaky wheel at the very least. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. And we could benefit from taking a look at what is it that I could do about this so that it stops squeaking, so for that sure. it's not annoying me. And I think that's our try this at home this week. Yep. Is to take a look at what it is in your life that would benefit from a think week or a think day or even a think hour, Yep. right? But to actually make time in your life at some point to spend time alone, yep. pondering the big, deep questions about you and what you want to get out of the world. Yes, very, very cool. I'm, I'm, I had better get a think week soon. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> so is that a hint for Justin yeah. um, and birthdays that I want a week by myself? You bet. You know, most people tell me, most women tell me I want a week alone in my house. Yeah. My dad, uh, we got like a couple's think week. My dad, every summer takes my kids for a week. And has Camp Grandpa, which is great. Camp Grandpa. I yeah, love isn't that, that great? Um, and 
normally we just spend it at our house like you know getting caught up basically it's lovely we go out to eat all the time it's it's a really good time um and this past summer we went to ireland instead which i'm not complaining about in any way shape or form but Mm -hmm. it definitely is a different feel you know Mm -hmm. when you are at home and you can i don't know just get caught up on life yeah and you know when you feel better and stronger and more empathetic you're a better partner you're a better parent you're a better worker So there really is not a downside to this. No, not at all. So what is our burning question this week before we go? Yes. So this is kind of a silly question, but truly I would love to know or understand why the people who made the pencils Mm -hmm. and why they still keep doing this. Yeah. Why would you make a seven inch long pencil Mm -hmm. and put a tiny little eraser on the top? Yeah. I think the people that are like, kindergarten first second third grade teachers their lives would be immensely better if this were different (laughs) yeah I mean to be honest I use a pencil for my appointment book all the Mm -hmm. time yeah and I have a million pencils with no erasers and I I know I understand yeah but I just want to understand the logic (laughs) yeah behind having a six inch long pencil with an eraser that will last for one inch Uh, yeah so that's the burning question (laughs) If you have an answer or you know a pencil um, yeah. designer, please, <laughs> please share this question and, and reach out to us. Yeah, we would love the answer. <laughs> we would. So, all right, everybody, that's our discussion for today. We hope that you will share this discussion with people that you know and love. And as always, we're super grateful that you took the time to listen. Next week, we're going to be talking about some of the new subscription services that are out and about. And... It will be, we'll be talking about some of our favorite things and we're going to have our first giveaway this podcast of 2020. Yes. So make sure that you tune only. in. There is no direct or indirect intention to and for now, this is Leslie and Leslie. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional.